furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. Greetings, folks, and welcome back to another exciting week of furry news, information, and rants. Lots of rants with yours truly, the prescriber of the hard truth, Lifty Husky. On tonight's podcast, we're going to talk about coronavirus and how furries locally have responded to it. But first, I'd like to apologize for a technical hiccup that happened during our launch. We tweeted that the first episode would drop at 8 p.m. on Saturday, and unfortunately, it didn't. It actually launched Sunday at around 9 p.m.-ish. Anyway, I apologize. New episodes will now drop weekly on Sunday at 9 p.m. on the Anchor.fm channel, anchor.fm slash Lifty Unleashed, and are also now available on Spotify and five other popular podcasting platforms. We're working hard to get the podcast launched on most podcasting platforms, so if you have one that this show isn't on yet, let me know and I'll get to work. Anyway, I have held out from recording this episode since there was new and changing information coming at me on a daily basis, so I wanted to gather what I can before recording because you, the listener, deserve the best, most accurate info you can get. I'm not here to give you fake news or have you go on the spin cycle the media tries to do. I also want to point out that this idea to give a no-holds-barred talk on COVID would have likely never been given the green light on furry frequency. So I definitely want to make sure that all my ducks are in a row before recording. Definitely don't want to fuck this up. So before we discuss a few things, I wanted to introduce three phrases that you'll likely hear throughout the episode. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. Now, it is without a doubt that the coronavirus has been a major disruption in everyone's life, and furries are no exception. I actually attended the last furry convention to take place uninterrupted before lockdowns began. And looking back, it was like it was a completely different era of history. This was just last year, folks. It happened March of 2020, early March, too. And from there, we saw furry conventions being canceled, meetups and parties and other furry events going away. And for 14 long months or so, we were isolated from each other, creating furry content and being as social as we could from our own homes. Now that the restrictions are lifting, we're finally seeing conventions coming back, but they're not like the conventions that took place in pre-COVID times. They're coming back with capacity limits, masks, social distancing, and even vaccine checks. And I want to analyze that last one carefully for a moment because it's the one that brought on the most controversy. So, so far we have six furry conventions in the, ha- in the U.S. happening in the month of August alone. And of those six, there's two events that require all attendees to show proof of vaccination on top of a cap of attendance, nixing certain panels, events, wearing masks. And I mean that face diaper, the, the balaclava that you wear over your fursuit head, that doesn't count on some of these places. Now, unlike all the other furry podcasters out there, I have a big problem with checking for the vax because of the precedence it sets. First and foremost, I am a believer in vaccines. 
and safe vaccines, to be brutally honest. Without them, we'd be a very sick species. But I'm also a big believer in privacy and human rights. Regardless of when you got the jab or which one you got, or even if you never got it, we all have the moral obligation to protect the privacy of others. So when I heard that Furry Delphia is mandating the vax for everyone attending their August event, I wanted to look more into it. They actually posted a slew of new mandates since April for their 2021 event, but the vax mandate has stayed put. They've uh, changed from uh, requiring temperature checks every time you come into their convention space. They've nixed that. They've uh, said that, that you need your proof of vaccination, your actual card with them, and they need to check it. And they've sort of changed that. Uh, they also had a, a cap on attendance. And it used to be 250 people, but then they've nixed that. And then also, they required masks for the longest time until they nixed that too. So now you can actually go to Philadelphia with your Vax card, get your registration, and actually run around throughout the convention without a mask. When All this sounds great for many furries, and of course, a lot of furries that have been showing their, their uh, coronavirus vaccination card anyway on Twitter and other places, they probably won't care about showing their Vax card one more time to Philadelphia. But I want to talk about the precedent because I don't think people realize the precedent that this sets. So if you can ask your attendees to bring forth a vaccination card to show that you're vaccinated, what stops them from bringing forth another mandate that says, if you're going to attend this event, you got to show your flu shot. Yes, remember the flu? Remember the flu shot? That one shot every year that many people elect to take, if any? What stops Philadelphia or other events from asking you to show that you have the most current flu shot available before you attend. Nothing. They could do it for coronavirus. They could certainly do it for, for whatever flu that happened in the future. And let me go even further. Everybody's forgotten that HIV is still endemic. It's still an epidemic in most of the world. It's still wreaking havoc on the LGBT community. And as far as I've learned and as far as I know, it's a disease that nobody wants. It's also a disease that most people afflicted with don't want to even give to their worst enemy. So what stops somebody totally dickish from going up to people and asking them for their latest STD screening or the latest HIV screening? Or maybe they have, like they do in MFF, they have a HIV testing right there on site. What stops them from saying, well, you got to go to the HIV test site, bring back your HIV test, and then we'll process your registration from there. Nothing. Nothing. HIV is still an epidemic. It's a disease that nobody wants. And it's a disease that hardly anybody is doing anything in, in such a scale to actually mitigate. What stops anybody from running a convention and saying, hey, if you want to attend this convention, everybody has to be on PrEP. You have to show proof that you have a PrEP prescription before you attend. What's stopping them? Nothing. We've opened that door because we've forgotten that everybody has a moral obligation to protect the privacy of people and their medical history. I'll go one step further. 
and ask you, what stops anybody? And I know there are certain con chairs that will be salivating at this idea, but what stops them? What stops them from actually asking all of their attendees to bring their voter registration cards? Yeah, this is going way too deep, I know. But what's stopping them? Nothing. And what's stopping those people from actually looking at your voter registration card and seeing, oh, oh, you're Republican. Out with you. Get out. Oh, I see you have not made an affiliation with a political party. Get out. Get out. What is stopping these people? Nothing. That's the truth. That is the absolute truth. You have no evidence to show that this will actually make it safer and will make it less transmissible. Foo Fighters, they have started doing concert only for the vaccinated recently. They had to cancel them because a single member of their band tested positive for the coronavirus and they're all vaccinated. So let's, let's stop for a minute and we're going to take a break. We're going to come back to this. And I want you to just absorb what, what we've been talking about right now and think about the implications because this is opening the door to some wide-reaching implications and I don't like it. This is the problem that I'm seeing, and everybody doesn't really seem to care about the implications. All they care about, health and safety, health and safety, blah, 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 blah. Well, if they start checking for your voter ID cards or your voter registration in the future, don't come crying to me. We'll be right back. Unleashed. Hello again, Lifty here. And right now, you're probably listening to my new podcast on Anchor and thought, well, gee, it looks like Lifty hit the big time. He's got his own professional podcast and everything. Wish I could get started like that on my own. Well, now you can get started on your own podcast today, thanks to Anchor. Anchor gives you all the tools you need to get started recording your own podcast, make edits, bring guests, record voice messages, and even publish and distribute and monetize your podcast where your listeners are, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Anchor is trusted by some of the most popular podcasts on today, and it can help you reach your audience faster than ever before. So stop dreaming and start podcasting today. Go to anchor.fm now to get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Unleashed. Welcome back. So in the first segment, I was fired up about conventions trying to push the unvaxxed out of their conventions. And while I was wagging my finger hard at Philadelphia, Denver also has this policy in place. And many others are pushing other conventions to do the same. Sometimes these policies change with CDC mandates or local and state guidance. Sometimes they do not. But nevertheless, a public forum isn't possible most of the time. Remember when I said war is peace? So many furries have jumped on the bandwagon to exclude and deride anyone who is the slightest bit hesitant or skeptical about the vaccine or the information about COVID that they're seeing. It's amazing to me that critical thinking on coronavirus has suddenly gone out the window in the furry fandom. If it's not handed down from Fauci or the CDC, it's misinformation. It's fake news. We have to stop it or furries will die from misinformation. A great example was the divide furry admins enforced to keep everyone singing from the same hymn sheet. So back when I hosted a meet and greet panel on the Furthermore, 
Virginia had just eased their gathering guidelines to 50 people indoors and 100 people outdoors, which was great. Most furry meets around here hardly ever get that big. They're only about 10 people or so. So when someone asked me when meets would take place, I pointed them towards the governor's declaration, which came from the Virginia Department of Health, the VDH. I also encourage people to start meets outdoors instead of indoors. The person I spoke with had no idea that the governor did that. And I had no idea there were furries that didn't know this. That was the feedback loop that admins and moderators were keeping furries tuned into. And of course, I want to get a follow-up on that. So when the admin caught wind of that, they said, no, 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 we're not doing that. All meets are canceled until I say so. All right? So every furry was paying attention to what the CDC said, even though sometimes what they were saying wasn't making much sense. Remember when the CDC announced that the fully vaccinated could go outside without a mask? They followed that up with another form of guidance two weeks later, saying that the fully vaccinated could go maskless inside as well. And you should have seen the freakout furries had. It was a total shit fest. It made no sense at all. Furries were signaling to each other that they'd still wear a mask since those damn dirty unvaxxed would just not wear a mask either. Nobody was asking the question as to why the guidance suddenly changed or what the data was that showed that this is actually getting better. <laughs> Nobody was looking at this as good news. Anybody who did was labeled a conspiracy theorist that was peddling false information. And never mind that afterwards we saw mass mandates lifting, capacity limits lifting, coronavirus emergency orders expiring, but the local groups here still kept things locked down until about July. Why? Because they can. Unlike most others, I pressed the local groups like Maryland Furs to provide a reasoning behind their group mandates, and all they could say is that they were taking a quote-unquote paternalistic approach to quote-unquote protect members from themselves, or quote-unquote they didn't want to be canceled. Folks, stop for a minute. Stop for a minute. So first of all, protect members from themselves. That means you. That means that they think so low of you that they don't trust your judgment. Nobody trusts their judgment. Nobody's looking at each other like adults. The admins are looking down at you. They're looking down at you like little children. That's why they're putting up these mandates. Because they think of you as children. Do you notice that none of these reasons have anything to do with health? But those are turning the other way as meetups happen. But not allowing meetups to be advertised in your own groups. Protect the health. If meetups happen, there is a slight risk that there will be somebody catching COVID. But there's a risk with going to the supermarket, going to the mall, going to work, going anywhere where there's more than one other person in the same place that you're not related to. There's a risk everywhere you go and nobody cares. Nobody seems to care. So how is it that you can go to the supermarket where there's hundreds of people all the time but suddenly you have a furry meet with six people at the Taco Bell and that is a one person or one meet too far. Where, where is the common sense here? And getting canceled? That's your worry? That is a you problem. That is a you problem. That's not us. That's not, has nothing to do with us, the little people in these groups. Nobody locally has ever posted a reason justifying all of this and the grand irony of, of it all 
is that for all their bitching and whining and grandstanding about fascists, they certainly didn't stop themselves from being a fascist when it comes to coronavirus. Now, did they? Remember when I said ignorance and strength? Well, here you go, ignorance and strength. They ramped up their ignorance and strength campaign once more when they bitched and whined yet again about the Delta variant. And now it's recommended, quote-unquote, that you wear a mask indoors regardless of if you got the jab or not. And guess who they're blaming? Yeah, that's right, the unvaccinated. Folks, this is the dumbest straw man I have ever heard. The goalposts are literally moving before our very eyes. Nobody wants to call out the people who are moving them. So remember when it was two weeks to slow the spread? Remember that a year ago? That two weeks became a year? And then at, at that time, we were just kind of getting things together for a vaccine, Operation Warp Speed, remember that? And then it became, oh, we need to get the seniors and those at risk vaccinated. Then it moved to, oh, we need to get all adults vaccinated. And then it moved to, we need to get 70% of the population vaccinated. And now it's moved into, oh, we need to get everyone vaccinated. Of course we know that. Because that's what you've been gnashing your teeth about all this time since the vaccine came out. And... The unvaccinated among us comprises a large group of people that people do not understand. There might be people among us that have an allergy to the vaccine ingredients. There may be people among us that have had an adverse reaction to a past vaccine and they don't want to take another one. There may be those that object to the vaccine based on religious grounds. And there might be people who have talked to their doctor about getting the vaccine. And the doctor has said out of an abundance of caution that they have a condition that may complicate things if they get the vaccine. Nevertheless, no matter what your reasoning is for not getting the vaccine, you have looked at data, you have looked at these infographics, you've looked at all the information that's been bombarded to you over the past year, and you've just said, no thanks. Okay, no thanks or whatever it may be. It may just be because all of these vaccines are under an emergency use authorization. They're not, they are not approved by the FDA. Let me get that into your head. None of these vaccines are approved by the FDA. They're under emergency use authorization because there is no treatment approved for coronavirus. If there was, all of these vaccines would go away. All of them. Nevertheless, there are people that the furry fandom wants to declare war on. Even if you choose not to take it, or that you don't need it, it's not like people are bombarded with misinformation. There's far more information out there telling people to get the shot. The unvaccinated are literally doing nothing to you. They're actually moving on from their life without some government bureaucrat that isn't accountable to us telling them what it's safe to do. War is peace. Here you go. Do you not see this now? Do you see how this is war? How war is peace? How ignorance is strength? You have to learn that the only thing prolonging this nightmare is your unquestionable obedience. And if all you're doing to these moderators and admins that want to act like authoritarian jackasses is just nodding and saying yes, they won't stop themselves from doing whatever they feel like to you. You have to stop and tell them no. We'll be right back. Unleashed. 
Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com and you too can grow your audience with us. Looking for the best events in the D.C. metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash metrofurs. Metro Furs Events. Unleashed. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. These aren't just phrasings I plucked out of thin air. They're from a great book called 1984 by George Orwell. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It's about a dystopian future where most of the world is ruled by a uniparty called simply the party. And to ensure that the members are completely loyal to the party, they employ various means of gaslighting. They change the meaning of language, destroyed evidence of people and events of the past, and would also employ paradoxical axioms like the three I have listed to keep you confused about what is true. The point was that the party members were wholly reliant on the party for the truth, even if it meant misleading them or outright lying. Most party members, however, did not question the party. They were often too fearful of the punishment they would receive if they had ever had so much as a thought that was against the party's beliefs. 1984 was never supposed to be an instruction manual for the future. It was instead written to be a warning. A warning that, regrettably, most of the furry community has forgotten as we unquestionably put on our masks, roll up our sleeves, listen like drones to the CDC, and push for a new normal in a frighteningly authoritarian way. Now, back in 2020, when the coronavirus gripped us all with fear, it was a fear of the unknown. We had no idea what COVID-19 was, where it came from, or what it would do to us once it found us. But since then, we've learned a lot about COVID, and yet we still live in fear over something we know. What we didn't know was how we would react. Fear is a great tool for compliance and authority. You fear what would happen to you if you don't comply, so you comply. And fear is exactly what is being used to justify the tyranny I've seen some furries engage in. Fear can be used to make other people make decisions they wouldn't make or act in a way they wouldn't if they weren't gripped in fear. It's a gateway to being irrational. And those decisions are the freedoms that you take for granted, the freedom to speak and the freedom to assemble just to name a couple. No person would ever willingly give up their rights or liberties in normal times, but this isn't normal times. And now we're asked to give up a little bit of our liberties for the health and safety of everyone else. Or we may see more of our friends and loved ones die. Do you want that? So what do we do? If you've been listening this far, you're obviously sick and tired of coronavirus restrictions and want things to go back to normal. 
But what will it take? Do we need to cajole every single unvaccinated person among us to take the vaccine already? The answer is no. So Dr. Marty Macri, a surgeon with Johns Hopkins Medical Center up in Baltimore, recently said that there's no scientific basis to push everyone to take the shot. Many of us who are healthy aren't at risk for serious complications, and for others who have had COVID before, natural immunity may be enough. And for those who are at risk, those are the people who already are vaccinated. So there's no risk anyway from any direction. There isn't any clinical data to prove that this segment of the population, the healthy people, needs to be vaccinated. I even asked a friend once if they're going to Megaplex. That was this weekend. And they said no. Despite them fully vaccinated, they said that they didn't want to go to Megaplex because they didn't want to catch coronavirus. Now, if this is your thought, then do me and everyone a big favor and don't go to any conventions. Don't go to any events. This is an extraordinarily stupid take from someone. And you mean to tell me that there are conventions that are safer than others for their attendees? Fuck no! If you're going, you're admitting that, one, there is a risk of catching COVID at these events, and two, your risk of catching it, whether or not you take precautions, is low enough that it doesn't pose a threat. If you think you can catch COVID at one event to keep safe at it from another, holy shit, you're stupid. You think you can play whack-a-mole with a virus? Look at you! Fucking playing whack-a-mole with a virus. You're the fucking mole! You're the fucking mole here. That's putting a lot of assumptions on the table that even you haven't thought about. The risk exists no matter what furry conventions you attend. And nevertheless, the point is that you all need to assess your own personal risk, take personal responsibility. When does personal responsibility for our own health and our own safety come into practice? When? When can we be treated like adults and be treated to our own personal responsibilities? Better yet, if you go to any furry conventions in August and you catch COVID, feel free to email me. Feel free to email the show, liftyunleashed at gmail.com. Tell us your story. We might feature it here in a later podcast. But if you're going to go to a con, go and have a great time. Don't let COVID ruin your weekend and rule your life. And if you're going to one of the two I pointed out earlier that check for vaccination cards, do me a favor. Boycott these events. If you haven't made plans for them again, don't. This vaccine fanaticism is getting out of hand, and if you don't tell them no right now, it'll only get worse as this shit becomes more normalized. Your medical privacy matters, and it shouldn't be up to some randos running the show to tell you what you need to do for your own health. Better yet, don't get trapped in this false illusion that you need the vaccine to participate in events again. This is false. This is manipulation and coercion, plain and simple. You don't need to be coerced into doing anything furry related. The best thing you can do if you want a straightforward answer on the vaccine is to talk to your doctor, especially if you've had COVID. Your doctor could run antibody tests, do a physical on you, get all the info they need to tell you if the benefits of this vaccine outweigh the risks for you. And if your doctor says no, listen to your doctor. Have your doctor write a medical exemption certificate explaining why you shouldn't take it. And finally, 
Turn off the damn television. Turn off the idiot box. Turn off the boob tube. Turn off CNN, Reddit, TikTok, all this shit just makes you anxious about the world outside. Unplug it. Unplug yourself. Do something away from the reminder that you need to be afraid of what's going on before we can get back to normal. Anyway, thanks again for listening to Unleashed. I apologize again for the late upload, but I wanted to gather the info for you since you deserve the very best. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. If you want to join the conversation, go to our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash liftyunleashed, and there you can leave a one-minute message that I can respond to in the next podcast. Next week, I'll be in Houston podcasting on location from Stratosphere. It's their first year, and they want to start off right. We'll be bringing in some local guests to talk about the local furry scene. Don't miss it. Uploads will now drop Sundays at 9 p.m. on Anchor.fm. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Good night. Be sure to follow us online on Twitter twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.